Hello and welcome to Everyday Anarchism. I'm your host, Graham Culbertson. I don't normally do trailers, but there's reading involved with this series I'm announcing, so I thought you might want a head start on the reading. I am doing a three-part series with Kim Stanley Robinson on his trilogy, or triptych, Three Californias. It's a fantastic set of novels, and I do think we had a fantastic set of conversations about them. The first episode will be airing later this month, late in July, and I wanted to give you this taste in case you wanted to run out and purchase the book or acquire it from your library. Most of the rest of this episode will just be a little bit of my initial conversation with Stan. Here you go. All right, so uh, Kim Stanley Robinson, welcome back to Everyday Anarchism. Um, we spoke, I guess it's la it was last year now, the uh, years are all running together about your more recent book, uh, The High Sierra. And I didn't tell you this at the time, but the reason why I was interested in The High Sierra was I had just grabbed a copy of The Wild Shore from a, a little free library at the community park here in Chapel Hill. I hadn't ever read any of your works um, before the Mars Trilogy. I was introduced to the Mars Trilogy by my environmental science professor in mm. high school. So that was wow. in the late late 90s. That was when I um, discovered your work. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm just, um, that's amazing. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know if it's amazing, but it was, a, it was a pleasure to, you know, be at that kind of high school and have that kind of teacher. And so I saw The Wild Shore, and then I thought, oh, wow, this is really fascinating. I should see what else he's been up to, and The High Sierra hadn't come out yet. Um, and so I was thrilled to talk about that book, and I loved that book. But then I also sprang this idea on you that we could go back and talk about this, this trilogy, Three Californias. I mean, honestly, it was a very classic experience. Uh, Stan, I, I, I knew your name. I'd read some of your books before. I liked the cover. It sounded interesting. I think Ursula Le Guin maybe had a blurb on it. So I just thought, hey, let's see what this is. And uh, I've subsequently read the other two books in this series. Uh, my favorite is Pacific Edge. We'll we'll get to that. But um, thank you so much for coming back on the show uh, to talk this, this early Kim Stanley Robinson trilogy. Well, um, I appreciate it. It's, it's fun for me to talk about that trilogy, which it was indeed early, like my first novel, my maybe fourth and fifth, a long, long time ago. And it was a mighty struggle to uh, think through them, write them down, get them published. It was it was more or less the story of, of the across the first decade of my career uh, and and also probably the five years before I got published. I was working out the ideas and working on the wild shores, and and indeed, I I just recently found a a truly terrible four or five chapters of a early version of the wild shore that didn't have anything right yet. But I was obviously <laughs> fumbling around, and this is when I was maybe a, I think a sophomore in college, so uh, close to eight or nine years before I got Wild Shore assembled. So it was a long time coming, that whole thing. So I have two sort of questions about the origin, which is one, when did you first have the idea for the Wild Shore? And then let me set it up for the listeners a bit. The the trick of these novels, the, the introduction in the tour 
book, Three Californias by Francis Spufford, you know, describes it as a a triptych. It is three different futures in California, or really Southern California, Orange County, that are all the same and all incredibly different. So the first one is The Wild Shore, but I'm wondering, was it a trilogy? Was it a triptych to begin with? It almost was. I had the idea of um, sending Southern California back into the, what could you say, the early 19th century, to back to Huckleberry Finland and uh, uh, bombed into a, it was a post-apocalypse. I had that idea because I wanted to think about Southern California as if I were Huckleberry Finn, and, and which is what I thought I was when I was eight years old. Uh, uh, and so uh, that idea was sort of there, but then uh, this really happened, and I'm happy to tell the story again. I, I was going to college at UCSD. My parents were up in Orange County where I grew up, and so I would go back and forth. It was about uh, a 90-minute drive or an hour and 15-minute drive from UCSD to my parents' house, and it, I did it quite often. And one time, I'm not sure when, but I think I was a freshman or very early in my sophomore year in college, uh, already having had a kind of an idea for the Wild Shore, maybe. I'm not positive about that. But I was, the thing is, when you drive from San Diego to Orange County, you pass through Camp Pendleton, the Marine base. It's quite huge. Uh, you get to Oceanside, and suddenly you're in empty land, as if nobody had ever uh, moved into Southern California. And Orange County was already very dense. San Diego was pretty dense. And there was this big empty stretch of the coastline, which was Camp Pendleton. And the Marines had some things going on there, but they weren't visible. And so I was driving north from San Diego to Orange County, and I saw the border of the counties going from Oceanside to Camp Pendleton was like a cutoff from one kind of land to another, one kind of history to another. And I thought, man, depending on laws and history, what what we do to a place, it looks completely different. And what if, and then it all came to me in a rush, I would do three futures for Southern California. And I was very into science fiction. It was new to me at the time. I had not been a kid science fiction reader. So newly in love with science fiction, I thought I'll make three of them. They'll all be equally distant in the future from now. One will be this post-apocalypse, which I think I might have had in mind. Um, the other one will be a classic dystopia where everything's gone wrong. And the other one will be classic utopia where everything's gone right. This is not actually what happened, but you see what I mean. I saw the three. And then I also had the thought that I should have one person that lives in all three of them. And that will show how an individual life is overdetermined by the, by the history that you're living in. And you don't have... Um, absolutely free will or free choices. You have to deal with the history you're, you're handed. And this person will be an old man and have lived three completely different lives. And only the reader will know that um, this character has had three lives in three different histories. And it, it struck me like a sledgehammer. And by the time I had finished that thinking, I was in Orange County, just a few minutes from my parents' house, drove in, immediately wrote it down. So I didn't forget it because I've had some great ideas, I think, but have forgotten them. (laughs) So uh, this one, I was um, utterly determined not to forget because it seemed to me to be a golden notion for 
doing something interesting with science fiction and in thinking about history and how individuals relate to this, their society and their history. So I wrote it down. And at that point, we're, uh, I'm, we're really talking 1971 or 72. And then I had to go through everything else. I had to go through college. I had to learn how to write a novel. I, had, I wrote a different novel first. I wrote another. The Memory of Whiteness, Ice Henge, and The Wild Shore, I more or less wrote in the same years, mm. bouncing, bouncing from one to the next. Um, and so, okay, I decided to stop the story right there because what happens really in that story is he describes how Wild Shore came to be. So that will be included in the Wild Shore episode. And that's what you can expect for these three upcoming episodes in this little miniature series. Me talking to Kim Stanley Robinson about these books. There's going to be one per month. So The Wild Shore will be coming out towards the end of July. That gives you a chance to read The Wild Shore. And then late August and late September for the next two. I'll have a link to where you can buy the book. You can get all three books in a single volume now. I really enjoyed reading it. I think you will enjoy reading the series. And I think you will really enjoy these episodes even if you don't read the books. But. We're in midsummer now, and if you are looking for something to read, Three Californias is my recommendation. Finally, briefly, I found out that Dr. Robert Corbin, my high school environmental sciences teacher, who I mentioned in this interview, passed away on the same week that I recorded this interview with Kim Stanley Robinson. Um, Dr. Corbin and I had been in touch Lately, I knew he had cancer, and I really wanted him to come on the show to talk about teaching and science and public science and all the stuff that just made him so amazing. I'm sorry to say you will never be able to hear that episode because we did not, uh, we, we didn't get to recording it in time. So this isn't much, but uh, this... This little series with Kim Stanley Robinson probably would have never happened without the encouragement to read him back in high school from Dr. Corbin. So for what it's worth, I'd like to dedicate these episodes to Dr. Corbin. He made a huge difference to me and I know to many, many other students. Thank you for all that you did. That's enough for me. See you with a regularly scheduled episode this Wednesday and a Kim Stanley Robinson episode at the end of July, get reading The Wild Shore, and the music, which you're about to hear, is by David Hill. <laughs>